Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Thursday. Steve Sipple, Nick Sainert with you. Early break, 93.7, the ticket, ticketfm.com. Hello, Sip. Good morning. How are we doing? I I couldn't be too much better. Really? I would have to be twins. You got here kind of early today. Yeah, I was was, was raring to go. You must have felt good. I was raring to go. Well, my dog had to really go to the bathroom. He was up a little early bothering me, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I felt, if you're a dog... It's not like a human. I mean, you got to be let out, you know. That, that must be a rough life. Well, it's not if we take care of the dog. And I should have. But think about it if you don't. I know. If if I were a bad human and I just said, Bullet, I'm sleeping until 8. You're just going to have to deal with this. Yeah. But no, I got him out and he and he was, he, he ran out. Ran. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I think about that actually a lot. If you're a dog. And you didn't get the proper water, you know. Yeah. Like they can't, you can't do anything. They can't talk. They can well, talk, sort of. Well, here's the deal: you. like if you, if you, if you, if you're a dog and you have a sensitive stomach and you get the wrong kind of food, yeah, you're gonna eat it because you don't know that's that part you're not of it. supposed to. Yeah, you're not what, supposed to eat that food. It's up to us to you take just care. Eat it. Of. It's yeah. up to us to take care of the animals. Think about how dependable they are on you. I've thought about it a lot. So and right now we have a coyote running around the ground. That's true. I mean, so I got to watch him when he goes to the bathroom. Norman's still gone. Norman is probably gone Dang. for good. Yeah. Thank you for asking, though. No problem. Yeah, I appreciate your care. Are, in that are you are you sad? Um, like, did you have yes. a, did you have a pretty emotional attachment? With, no, my wife Norm- did. Though. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah, though. I did. I uh, yeah, I don't want. Yeah, I did. It's it's interesting though. The way you might look at that, I mean, the way I look at it is, um, that's sort of the natural evolution of things. A, a coyote takes care of the. I, I don't know. Situation. I mean, I, I don't know if I would say a coyote coming in and eating a cat would be a natural evolution. Well, in Lincoln, I know in in the city. Yeah, here's what I've noticed too. What's really interesting to me is we used to have a lot of rabbits running around the grounds. Okay. Since the coyotes' appearance, yep. there's hardly any, and there's not many squirrels. I mean, the squirrel population was huge in our. You've never seen my house, but it's wooded. I haven't. Yeah, it's wooded. I mean, we live in a little wooded area, okay. and and so we there's a lot of, I don't know, squirrels and rabbits, and the, but the rabbit population. Like my wife's theory on why we haven't seen the coyote in the last few days is he just ate everything. And moved on. Oh. Well, would that be such a bad thing? I don't know. If you're a rabbit, it would be. Well, obviously. Yeah, I don't know what the impact on the ecosystem of a, a, the rabbit population declining in a certain area is. I don't I don't know what the impact is. Yeah, neither do I. I that's, that all, that's all way above my pay grade. Yeah. Or, I, I don't know what that means. Yeah. So. Anyway, so yeah. that's that. Um, last night, the Colorado Avs. Yes, Avs and uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Right, Avs went in overtime, four to three. three. Yes, uh, uh, Andre Burakovsky with the game winner, just one twenty three into the extra session. Mm-hmm. I, I settled in and thought 
okay, this is going to take a while. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Well, well, the Avs. Uh, Burakovsky. I mean, the Avs were up three to one, and then in, in the span of of I think it was forty eight seconds. Yeah. Lightning scored About two that. goals. Yeah. In the and, second period. In the second period. In, yeah, second period. Second period. Yes. And they tied it up three three three. And then the third period was, ex- I mean, fast pace. Obviously, no goals though. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the overtime. Tampa Bay commits a penalty, um, throws the puck into the crowd. Well, right yeah, before not, the end of end of the third period. Not not intentionally. No, no, obviously not. Yeah, no. that was Pat Maroon, um, who you know. So, Pat Maroon, I don't know. I think he was just trying to bank it off the boards and flipped it up too high. Yeah, and that that is that 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 means two minute power play for Colorado with one twenty four left mm-hmm. in regulation. Then that carried over into overtime. Exactly. Tampa Bay staved it off. Yeah, they staved it off. Colorado's goal in overtime was not a power play goal. It was it, it, both teams had their allotment. So there you go. Uh, I mean, what happened was <clears throat> the big cat settled in for the Tampa Bay Lightning in the goal. Andre Valachevsky, um, Vasilevsky, um, Vasilevsky, the big cat, I call him. The, the big cat, everybody calls him. Okay. He settled in, stopped 22 straight shots um, since since giving up three in the first period, after giving mm-hmm. up three in the first period. So there you go. Well, so, okay, so I wanted to dive into this a little bit. Yeah, dude, let's dive in. Because not necessarily to the game, but to NHL as a whole. Because I, I've talked about it a lot of times that I'm more interested in the NHL playoffs, have been, than the NBA playoffs even. And have been since? Since the start. <coughs> of time? No, no, this this season, this year. Okay, this season. Interesting, that's interesting. Now, what I think a big reason why is... Maybe I didn't walk into the post postseason thinking that, um, it, because obviously the, the Chicago Bulls, who I'm I'm a team I'm a fan of, were in the in the playoffs. They made the playoffs despite you know obviously not making it very far. So I was I kind of had eyes on them a little bit, and then bounced in the first round exactly. But then the NHL started off so hot, and it was so intense right from the start. And it, I'm not saying that the NBA wasn't. But there, there's just this thing with the NBA that you kind of have these 20-point swings and then you end up having like the team that is supposed to win or you expect to win. They're losing big in the start. Then they come back in that 20-point swing. They're up by 15, and then they just kind of run away with it. And you're like, all right, this, this game was fun for about a five-minute gap in the first couple rounds at least, in, in my opinion. But you sit here as an NHL guy, and last night was the 14th overtime of postseason. Which isn't a lot, by the way. It's not. But that's... I got you. It's yeah. not, but still, it's 14. Right. After Including last night's uh, game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. And, and you look... At, and, like, the back in the Dallas Star Series, you had a, a goalie who was 23 years old who saved 64 shots in one single game. And they still lost. Like, those storylines behind it... I, obviously, those there's those those storylines and those, those interesting um, point of views in NBA Finals. But... You really have an appreciation for NHL when you realize and truly watch and start to dive in a little bit deeper and realize they're shooting the puck at 85 miles an hour. They're skating. A lot of guys' top skate speed is 25 or 30 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And just how fast-paced it is, you really start to have an appreciation. Well, this year, Sip, mm-hmm. viewership for the NHL in the postseason is up 30%. Thanks. And there's a big reason... 
Why? Last year, their contract with NBC expired. They ended up moving over to ESPN. So now if you think about it, now you know exactly where to go to watch your NHL. It's ESPN yeah, Networks. Right. Whether it's well, ESPN. It was, on, it, was on Turner, it was on TBS, too. It, it sure was. It was. And so it's either ESPN or it's ABC or you said, like you said, TBS had some as well. But it shows, and I kind of want to bring the Big Ten's deal into this as well. Not yet, but eventually I, I kind of want to talk about that because we were originally told that we were going to hear about that around Memorial Day. The Big Ten Day. media rights deal? Yes, around Memorial Day, but we're still yet to hear on it, anything on it. But you sit here and go, all right, so NHL is on ESPN, and now they're getting commercials during the NBA Finals. You're getting commercials during college baseball. Right, right. So you're getting those commercials about the Stanley Cup playoffs during other big-time sporting events on ESPN that brings more eyes to the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. That helps. I, there's probably more. There's, I would add to that, to, to your soliloquy there, Nick, this. I, what I noticed during this postseason was I'd be and I've said this before but not to you Mm -hmm. so this will be new to your ears I'd be watching an NBA game okay and there's a certain energy level you feel I do this with college football a lot too Mm -hmm. there's a certain energy level on that broadcast in that stadium that game that you feel and I was noticing I was watching an NBA game there's a certain energy level then I'd turn to an NHL game and I was like whoa 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 Whoa, that's more energy. That's a yeah. lot more energy. Yeah. That's a lot more energy than I saw in that NBA game. So that's what initially hooked me was just the sheer energy. And then I started watching it, and I got to know some of the players, Nikita mm-hmm. Kucherov, the big cat. Um, and and I was hooked. I, I started to understand, okay, these Tampa Bay Lightning are going for three in a row. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Lightning have won. The Tampa Bay Lightning – have won 27 straight playoff series. Okay, think about that in terms of teams that never win a playoff series. Or like Toronto, which can't can't win you know, a ter- playoff yeah. series. 27 straight playoff series they've won. Now, they're down 1-0 now, obviously mm-hmm. in the Stanley Cup Finals are the Tampa Bay Lightning. But I noticed the energy. I also noticed there's no flopping. That's um, a good point. There's 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 no weird flopping. Um, you don't have guy. There's no Draymond. I was just going to say there's uh, no there's no complaining. Right. There's no. I mean, you, you might have a guy that that talks a little bit, but you don't see but guys. You don't, at have, the, you don't have it every single no, play or no, every single stoppage of play. Right. The game won't allow that. Exactly. Just the nature of it. So I do think it's more than now. I would say this, Nick. I think it's more than just. Okay, now it's on ESPN, so so more people are watching it. Mm-hmm. I think that there's certain. I just see myself as sort of an everyman, like a, just a guy that just a normal guy. And I think there's a lot of people out there, and this is where we could go. We could go to the phone lines, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, four zero two four six four five six eight five. Do you find yourself gravitating more to the NHL these days, for whatever reason? We mm-hmm. just said our reasons. For me, it's energy. Um, the, the, the playoffs in the NHL are magnificent theater. I think so too. That it goes. You know how else I know I love it? It goes super fast, and it, I think uh, it goes faster. I think it goes faster. I agree. Too. Definitely goes faster than football. 
watching hockey, unlike college football, isn't a day long commitment. Mm-hmm. It's it it goes faster. By the way, Sean McDonough on play by play, excellent, impressive, excellent. impressive, and he's done a lot of stuff. Like no, his his variety that he's he's broadcasted is actually remarkable when you think about it. College football, there's been there obviously been college world series in there now NHL. Like his his variety, he's all across the board, and he's done a well a pretty good job at it, all of them. Like you don't like I don't mind listening to Sean McDonough on Saturdays during college football. I like it. It's not bad at all. I think he's good. Now, his voice cracks every now and then, but like everybody's, he, he, yeah, McDonough. When you listen to him do hockey, you can't help but wonder, did he play this sport mm-hmm. as a kid? I mean, because he knows, he identifies offsides as quickly yeah. as the refs do. I agree. I agree. So, I think it's interesting that you brought up energy for a moment. Because, energy. Because we got we got John in Des Moines on the text line that says, the NHL has more energy than the home crowds of Boston and Golden State who st- basically stand all game. I'm not buying it. Okay, John is right. There Now, John, you notice... I didn't mention Golden State Boston. The energy for John is is 100% right. Mm-hmm. But John, find me a series before that that was like that. That's true. For sure. That, that's not the NBA Finals. Specifically the NBA Finals. Right. The NBA Finals, there's plenty of energy. You, I the, think so too. The scenario I laid out John where if you if you're watching one certain game, the energy levels at this, and then you turn it, and you notice a a, de- a definite increase. No, I, I wouldn't say that with the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup. I think you'd see it a little bit. I, I still give the edge to the NHL, yeah, um, in that scenario, but not as much. No, John's right. Golden State, Boston. There's a ton of energy. I think it's interesting though because if you go back, it's to also the, a ton of flopping. The, you're right. No, and I want to I want to dive into that a little bit deeper as well because Josh had a good point about how game styles have changed throughout from from. 25 years ago in each sport to now but first with the energy aspect you watch the early games of the Edmonton and Avalanche series and when there were what was the first game like it was like an eight to six ball or eight to six game or it was like eight to four like you had you had a span where there was four goals in a minute and 21 seconds Mm -hmm. that never had like if if you are a general sports fan and you want to watch something that's fast-paced you want to watch excitement, and you want energy, like you just said, Sip. You you can right now if it's June sixteenth, you gravitate toward the NHL rather than the NBA. I think opinion. so. I I'm just telling you. Well, you do, and I do. I've I have definitely this postseason made sort of. I've started gravitating hard toward the NHL. Which if, which if you would have asked me two years ago, I would have said never. Right. Never. In part because of the TV situation. You're, You're right. right. It was sort of hard to find, right? Now, I, I was doing shows in Omaha um, with Damon Benny mm-hmm. and the morning show before I worked here. And they would talk about playoff hockey and, and would want me to watch it. Yeah. Damon would say, we're going to talk about this tomorrow. Would you watch it? And I would find it, and I was. You know, this was like five or six years ago. Well, it had to be six years ago because I've been doing this show for six, seven years ago. And I found myself transfixed. I, I was, I was like, whoa! But you had to find it. That's the thing. You still had to find it's it. It's extremely accessible now. Yeah, now it's right there in front of you, and it's incredible. And it is, and it is more fun for me to watch the NHL 
playoffs than the NBA. There's no doubt about it. I just I just enjoy it more. I I I find it laborious to watch the NBA right now. Laborious. I, I would agree. I, I would watch the NBA. I, I found myself in recent years turning on the NBA finals, and, and this might be bad to admit, but I you know, I'm just gonna go full into it. Turning on the NBA Finals in the clinching game in the fourth quarter in the last five minutes. You're all right on that. I, I, I truly think that. I mean, that's that's where I've been. And w- like with that in mind, but it's because we've seen the swings, the swings on NBA games. It, it's just like they're so dramatic in the recent in recent years. And and Josh makes a really good point here. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Feel free to ch- chime into the show. You guys have a lot of. Uh, uh, thoughts on this. I want to get to them all. I watched NBA a ton throughout the 90s and didn't follow it much since. Checked out a few playoff games this spring and the game is completely different. Watched game one of Stanley Cup finals last night and it was awesome. Also still the same game it was 30 years ago. How Now, now I am not well versed enough in the NBA. I'd be interested to hear what that's Josh. Yeah. What he says, what, the game is, how much different is it than the 90s? Yeah. I'm just not I don't watch enough of it now to say that. Well, I don't, I just, just to say what the difference is. Now, it's when Strick played. We had Eric Strickland on yesterday. Yep. And it was a much different game in that it was much more physical. Mm-hmm. Because it was a lot, they were allowed to be physical. He had to be physical. Exactly. Um, they've, you know, they've changed rules. They've changed the way they officiated. Changed the way they officiate games so it looks different that way. I've maintained, like Charles Barkley maintains, that the level of play has dropped. Now, this is if you don't if you don't buy what I say, mm-hmm. then just listen to Charles Barkley. Yeah. Um, and I shouldn't say I don't notice it. I should not say I don't notice a, a shift in style because I just said I I have noticed it's just not as physical. And hey, Nick, there wasn't flopping in the nineties. And if it, well, no, if there was, no. it was very isolated. Yeah, very isolated. Um, no, 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 no. So Gus rolls his eyes. Gus, just ask your dad. The NBA there wasn't flopping in the nineties. There was, if it was, it was you would notice it because you'd be like, "What's that guy doing? That's exactly. crazy." He looks now, like now an idiot. it's every, he looks like an idiot out there. Yeah, now it's yeah, now it's every other play. Yeah, and it's it's definitely a, it's hey Gus. This is a widespread view that I'm talking about right now. I mean, this is a viewpoint that millions upon millions of people have. That flopping is has eroded mm-hmm. the NBA. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. I mean, it's, it's why some people won't watch it. Nels from Montana says, "You said it. No flopping, no whining, no snowflakes, no politics." Uh, that's that's pretty good. All valid points. Yeah. All valid points. Yeah. Uh, in, in a time of the, the summer, June 15th, June 16th, whatever day you want to put on it, it I would rather watch four of a possibility of four goals. The way that this NHL postseason has gone this year, and it's been so – it's not out of control, but it's it's been so um, entertaining to watch how fast-paced they play yeah. in NHL. You sit here, and at any moment, to know that somebody could score a goal number one, go up 1-0, and literally, it's happened this postseason multiple times, less than a minute later, the other team's responded. Well, there's that. There's and, that. And it's the fast pace. Like, you it's talk that. about it with, then there's with sports. No, there's, not as many, there's not nearly as many stoppages. Stoppages, that's a big yeah, one. Yeah, NBA stoppages are mesmerizing. It, 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 
it again, it's laborious to watch in a lot of you, cases. You talk about what makes it easy for a fan to watch. What do fans gravitate to? And it's action. It's consistent movement. Um, it's yeah. it's the possibility of the unknown happening, uh-huh. and that's in sports. Well, in, in in basketball, in football, in baseball, there's the it slows down throughout the course of the game. And I mean, think about it. When we're talking about baseball, yeah, I can't even imagine watching yeah, the CWS it, game versus an exactly. NHL game. Exactly. If if you watch baseball. Think about the, all the downtime throughout that, that course of the nine innings. And, and one common question that you know, baseball experts have asked is, how do we speed up the games so that baseball doesn't die, so that people still watch baseball? And they've done it through pitch clocks, and they've, done it, like they, they've tried their thing, but nothing compares to the speed of hockey. Um, so I, I just think when you're, when you're looking at NHL versus NBA and you're looking at viewership, once again, that's up 30% this year, you have to sit here and go, Maybe NHL made the best move out of any sport this in, in recent years by, in, in, by, sh- by moving to ESPN. By shifting its television package. I would tell you this, too, to add on to this. Tickets for last night's game, game one of the Stanley Cup Finals, $3,000 in the lower bowl. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the least expensive ticket you could get in the upper reaches was $800. That's the most expensive t- ticket in Denver sports history. Yeah. All right. The NHL has found a little bit of a groove, and I, I don't know. I just, I just happened upon it sort of early in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I kind of gravitated away a little bit when I took this job, and there's a lot of early demands. But now, then now I'm get back. Now I've got back into it, and I made it a point to watch last night. I will make it a point to watch every game of the Stanley Cup Finals. That's where I think it's changed, and we'll get to Greg. Greg, sit tight for one moment here. I think that's where it's changed for me personally is because if I would have flipped it on two years ago and I would have watched it, I might not have seen myself get back to it. But now I'm, I'm getting to that point where yesterday morning it was, all right, I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch the Stanley Cup Finals. Got together with my buddies at Big Red Kino last night to watch the Stanley Cup Finals. Never would have done that two yes, years ago. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I never would have done that. I, I would have done that for, for the national championship, would have done it for the Final Four, would have done it for some other Hold sports. On, but I would have never done it for the Stanley Cup Finals, and I don't know if... What is going on? Is this happening? That's why I'd, that's why I'd ask our listeners. Is yeah. this happening? Let's, let's see what Greg says. Yeah, let's go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Good morning, Greg. What's on your mind on this Thursday morning? Morning, guys. Great show as always. Hey, um, Sip alluded to uh, John Cooper, Tampa's uh, coach, a few weeks ago. Um, this guy's kind of, kind of, you know, building a legend as far as uh, you know his trip, um, coaching-wise. I mean, he just was an assistant for one year in the NAHL. I don't know if you guys are familiar. NAHL is a lot. It's a developmental league, just like the Lincoln Stars. USHL is. NHL is a little bit below talent-wise. But he was an assistant for just a single year. The first time he gets a head coach deal, he wins two titles in, in five years. Mm-hmm. Um, he moves up to the USHL with Green Bay, wins a title in two years. Then, uh, you know, somebody sees this. Um, he goes up to the AHL, which is a you know AAA of uh, hockey, wins a title second year out, and then, you know, goes up to Tampa Bay. Took him about six, seven years to win the first cup, but there was a couple presidents trophies in there. Presidents trophies, you know, best record during the regular season. I mean, he had a couple seasons where his team was like sixty-two and fifteen. That's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. And it's then fantastic. they got on the roll, win the back-to-back cups. So this guy's been a real winner every step of the way. 
quickly. Quickly. Thank you, Greg. Th- thanks, Greg. Have a good yeah, rest of your Thursday. Yeah, John Cooper. Yeah, I mean, John Cooper on a Tampa Bay bench. Yeah, he's what he's orchestrated is incredible. Like I said, mm-hmm. 27 straight playoff series wins. Is it is remarkable if you think about it. So I also think I wonder what um I, so we have we have some people disagreeing with us on the text line saying that you know they they'd rather watch Steph Curry in an open gym rather than watch a hockey game. Okay. And I get that because Steph Curry is is an exceptional athlete. Yeah, I'm not exceptional I'm not, yeah. shooter. But with that in mind, so I, I wanna say this. If you just do a little bit of research and you look deeper into some of the younger guys, right? Because how do you appeal to the, I always, as a younger guy, I always say, how do you appeal to the younger generation? How are you going to continue to carry on um, interest from the younger people that are coming up into ages 15 to 25? How are you going to appeal to them? How is the game shifting to appeal to them and get eyes on, on, your, on your product? Young guys. Uh, immediately, I go, I, immediately I look at young guys that are, that are kind of taking the league by storm. So you look at it. Austin Matthews, 24 years old. Connor McDavid for the Oilers, 25. Uh, Nathan McKinnon for the Avs, 26. Uh, Kachuk for the Ottawa Senators, 22 years. Drysdale, 20 years old. You have these guys that are taking over, and now you have like you have the two-headed monster with the Avalanche right now with Nate McKinnon and Landis Skog. And it's in a town where, where Denver sports rally around when they when they're successful mm-hmm. their community rallies oh, around yeah. so you, you the arena last the, night? the arena last night you just talked about ticket prices sip that's where i think the nba sometimes misses it because like i remember i remember watching the eastern conference finals and i was in my basement at my house and it was it was halfway through the third quarter and it was boston and the the uh, boston miami heat at miami and it's halfway through the third quarter and half the arena's empty well the, the, yeah, and Miami's I, I, notorious like I, for late arrival after halftime. And, and late I, under, I understand. I understand. It's you know, get up, go get some food, go yeah, get I drinks. I, I get that. But then I even talk. So I asked Eddie Messel, my buddy who works at Ten Eleven, <clears throat> and because he's from Miami, and I was like, "What? What is the deal, like Miami?" And he goes, "It's kind of a, a clout thing, where if you get to go to the Miami Heat game, you go for a short amount of time." And then you you just leave because you, you, you do what you do. You go out. You go out downtown. You go out on the beach. That, like that's what you do. But he's like they care about Miami Heat basketball. They care about Miami Dolphins football. They care about the they well when the Marlins are decent. They care about the Marlins. But it, they're like there's just not the passion that we saw in a, in a market like. Denver. Oh, I think I think I, that's what I'd say to John and Des Moines. John, I get it. Golden State, Boston. There's a ton of energy in that series. Both fan bases are. I mean, those are traditional franchises. The Warriors going all the way back to Al Adels. Of course, I don't need to get into the Boston tradition. But, uh, I, come on. Boston, Miami, the energy in that series was not – it yeah. just wasn't there. I mean, yep. it just wasn't. And that, and I watched it. And, again, but, but I want to make a point here, Nick – when I say I'm gravitating more towards the NHL, it doesn't mean I don't like the NBA. It's I agree. Not, I don't I agree. dislike the NBA. Yeah, I'm still watching game. Yeah. I'm still watching game six tonight. Yeah, I I just find and I made my, it a point to I gotta watch game six yeah, tonight. Don't hear this as I dislike the NBA. Mm-hmm. I just wonder how many people 
are making a little bit of a move right now and saying, hey, maybe I need to watch more hockey. And then what do you do if there's a hockey game and an NBA game? What I'm finding myself doing, what I found myself doing in these playoffs, oh, I'm watching hockey. I'll check the NBA game. I'll, I'll surf hey, yeah. back to it. But, I, but, but most of my attention and viewership will be on this NHL game. That's not a, it's not necessarily a slight. Well, it's a slight a little bit to the NBA, but yeah. I don't dislike the NBA. I'm not nearly as big an NBA fan as I used to be. Um, and now the NHL's starting to kind of fill a void. I agree. I agree. And we'll, we'll get to break here in a moment. But Josh added on to his point, I do not gravitate to a replay review to decide if it was a foul or a flagrant. The, the, re, the replay has affected has affected the NBA in yeah, a negative way. In a very negative but way. But not as big as flopping. Um, but, yeah, that the stoppages mm-hmm. drive you nuts. There are not many stoppages in hockey. There's just not. Yeah. That you know. the action always is intense, you know. And if there's a stoppage, it usually means somebody's going to be in a power play, right? So yeah, you're absolutely right. Now I will say this: we're getting this quite a bit on the text line here. Lincoln Stars hockey. Okay. I will say this. Okay. I went to my first Stars game probably two and a half years ago. Okay. Never thought I'd enjoy it. Hockey's one of my favorite things to go watch in person. Pretty enjoyable, isn't it? It is. It, it's extremely enjoyable because it's always fast-paced. You have, like, it, it's just, it, it's, I, I, I really enjoy Lincoln Stars hockey. And that's what the text line's saying is if, if you want to get into hockey, if you want to understand more about the game, go to a Lincoln Stars game because, yeah, I think number that one, makes it's sense. affordable. Number two, the ice box is kind of, it's a really cool place to just go watch a hockey game. Right. And they're, they're, Rocky Russo, give credit to him because he's got that 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 organization going in the right direction there. So good. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, dive into some stuff. We'll, we have a couple things we want to get to throughout the show. Uh, no, Mike Schaefer today. He's enjoying some baseball in Colorado yesterday. So he uh, was watching the Guardians and the Rockies last night. So no, Mike Schaefer today in the seven o'clock hour. Plenty of stuff to get to. Um, we got Big Ten TV deal. We have some Husker baseball discussion that we've yeah, kind we of, do. We've kind of been pushing off a little bit, we so we definitely that. definitely want to get to that because there's an interest, interesting situation brewing down with underneath uh, Will Bolt's squad and, and things like that. So stick with us. 93.7 The Ticket Early Break. We'll be right back.